Okay, guys, welcome to Sashville. We're back one more time. Um, we're sitting here with another special guest because we're just plain sick of talking to each other. Um, <laughs> so we have a special guest from uh, Spooning Goats. We're going to call it Spooning Goats. Spooning we? Goats. Um, we've got Brad here as well. Good evening, everybody. Um, and Adrian's got better things to do. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. he's off on. That's says Tom. Yeah, Tom's, yeah, Tom's performance has been quite lackluster this year. The, ga- the gallivanters are off doing their gallivanting. <laughs> I understand we're going to... They've got time for maybe a transcontinental catch-up in an episode coming up, so uh, yeah. we'll see how that develops. Ah, cool, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Oh, Tom over in... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. so Adrian's about to head off to Europe as well fairly yeah. soon, and uh, there's talk of them getting together and us maybe doing something over technology. Ah, drunken debauchery. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon that'll work? The technology? No. Oh, the, the drunken debauchery is going to work. That's a given, but yeah. <laughs> Do I think it will work? No. <laughs> no, it won't. Uh-oh. We'll give it a go, though. Yeah. Well, we haven't said that. It did do quite well last time when uh, Adrian interviewed Tom. Yeah, it actually worked really well. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, look at this. We have notes. Snap. Oh, wow. Organised. Oh, we, we have notes. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm going to put these notes down and just forget about those. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Um, so, I mean, we're here with Jason. So, um, I guess this episode is going to be very Spooning Goat centric. Um, so, if you want to, do you want to start and tell us a bit about how you started and how you ended up with this lovely spot? Yeah, well, uh, I'd never worked in a bar really before. And well, I went to a seminar about starting small bars, which is run by the City of Sydney. And I, you know, had half planned it in my spare time. Uh, it was nothing to do with what I used to do. I used to be a, an operations manager, but mm-hmm. I quite like writing business plans. So, I, <laughs> For some reason. Yourself. <laughs> yep. And uh, just almost got sort of forced into it. Not forced into it, but made to take the, the leap. And I thought I'd give it a crack and beg, borrow and stole and favours and opened a bar, mm-hmm. which I still to this day don't really re- realise how I've done it. Because um, I, <laughs> I certainly don't have any money. Well, you're like three years in now, so well, you're yeah, well, <laughs> I, I mean, it's doing well now, but just... The work that was involved and just the actual getting it open was yeah. still blows my mind even after three years that we managed it. So, How long did it take from when you got the site to you open the doors? Oh, good question. I, I sort of got a bit of a, a leap of the queue with the liquor board. Um, I did a bit of a, a sob story, which is true. Mm-hmm. If they didn't push me ahead, I would have pulled the pin and not done it because um, I had some evidence to say I was given some contrary information about how long it would take. Yeah, right. right. And it was going to take five months with the backlog, and they pushed it up to about two months. I no, think. That's pretty good, yeah. So I think about six months to eight months maybe. Yeah. Yeah, to get open, I think, it's, which is reasonably quick. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a friend who's uh, he's at the 18th month mark. Ooh. Yeah, but he's got a few other issues yeah. going on. It shouldn't take that long. But yeah. Is that in the city as well? Yes, unfortunately, it's quite near the Ivy, so right. I think that's what's really okay. hurting him a fair bit. But yeah. um, he's got nothing to do with beer, but right. I've educated him on beer now, so he's going to have some <laughs> beer. <laughs> at least for when you come around it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's only doing bottles, but I'm, I'm making sure that he... Gets good beer anyway, yeah, so yeah. Um, ed- educated him a bit because he had no idea about beers beforehand. Yeah. So, um, so, were you one of the early adopters of the small bar license in the city? Were you one of the first? Yes, yeah? yeah. So it, it's a proper small bar license now, but beforehand it was a, a, a hotel license with a subclause small bar in it, right? Which is a one twenty capacity, which 
so I'm on the old one. Uh, now you can only get 60 capacity licenses wow. for small bars. Okay. Um, Is that true? Wow, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, they made a specific one. They sort of took it a further step, I guess. Mm-hmm. And how many do you fit in here? We have 50. Okay. Should be 60, but we're a little bit restricted with our bathrooms. Right, uh, yeah. To, you know, but our floor print should be a 60, which is what I applied for. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the, the council basically specifies, not the liquor board. The liquor board just gives yeah. you the licence. So, um, and so craft beer was always in the plans for the bar? Yes. Yeah. When I, well, when I did all my research, I checked out quite a few small bars. Uh, the best, well, not even the best beer. <laughs> they basically had one beer. Pretty much every bar had one beer, yeah. and it was either Asahi or Peroni or some thing, not yeah. what I would consider particularly Beers that you'd like to palatable. stock in your bar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, they're serviceable beers, yeah. that, that, that those sorts of bars that had the people that, you know, were going to drink. So I can honestly say I was the first small bar with, with craft beer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you go to the bigger bars, I'm obviously yeah. not the first one, but uh, mm-hmm. but now the... The explosion of craft beer is primarily all small bars have some form of craft beer. But Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I started with Hop Dog, and I've, I've realised after his last birthday that he would have only really been open a couple of months right. uh, before wow. me, which I didn't realise at the time. Not that yeah. it would have made any difference, but um, yeah, yeah. he's only been around... Yeah, three and a half years, four years so or something. Probably yeah, the first outlet right. in the city then for, I don't, for Tim. Probably say that's the case, but yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I, I tasted his. I can't even remember where I tasted his beer, but I was like, I'm having it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wicked Elf I started with. I started with Endeavour, which I still think is an alright beer. Yeah. Um, the Pale Ale. I had the Endeavour Amber the other day. I yeah. saw that the other day. I think I didn't get the it. The Fludge. It was, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. 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 Is that good? So I think we started out with maybe eight bottled beers. Yep. Because um, I couldn't afford to put taps in. Right. At the time, it was. Bare minimums to get open. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, I started Riverside actually as well. Yep. Um, I basically met Dave before uh, they opened or could sell beer. So um, we were here doing, well, I was here doing the fit out and he bought in a six pack of sample beers and that was it for me for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, they're so, they were so strong, I, I, was, I was done. I, I couldn't do any more work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I only had half of the beer because, you know, Dave had the rest and. I was done. So you shared a six-pack and you were like, yeah, yep. got a call of the day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just went home pretty, oh, tipsy at least. <laughs> <laughs> Enough that I couldn't use any power tools anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we started out with quite a few few nice beers and then, you know, there's heaps more now and specialised mm-hmm. in New South Wales beers as well. Yeah, yeah, um, which is great. We don't see that enough, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard because it cancels you out of a whole bunch of really nice beers. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, you know, still. There's so many more breweries around now, and there's ones popping up that I that I miss, which I find hard to believe sometimes. But yeah, yeah. some some breweries open up, and I'm like, what? How do I not hear about this? How come you haven't come into my place? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> come to me. Everyone knows. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always been the way that you you focused on New South Wales beers from the very start, and and you're yeah. saying it's likely to continue that way as, as well going forward. Yeah, it will. I mean, I've got some mountain goat on at the moment, uh, and that's. I got a lot to do with the name, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I do like Mountain Goat beer. I, yeah, I, I, it's never going to blow your mind off with bitterness and hops, and you know, some of the beers do, but mm. the general range is is just palatable, easy, yeah. easy drinking beers. And for me, you always got to have an entry level craft yep. beer at a bar because sure. you don't want to blow everyone's heads off yeah. with big 
cracking beers. And with only four taps, you've got to be a bit more strategic in what you have on. Yep. Um, yeah, you can't have just have four IPAs on at one time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And because I'm not a special... Not, I don't just do craft beers. I do yeah. cocktails and, and other things. So, you know, I have a, a varying clientele. So some people still want a, um, a pure blonde and, mm-hmm. you know, something quite easy to drink so you know i've always got a lager in there or the summer ales but even they find the summer ale from mountain goat too bitter which i think it does have a yeah. a, a bit of a hop hit up front but yeah mm. but I, yeah, I mean i would definitely wouldn't call it bitter but i could see why some people would perceive that yeah when yeah. you're not used to it i think exactly it, yeah yeah mm, so yeah. i always like to have something in there and six strings golden ale is just packed full of flavor and it's only three and a half percent and that seems to work quite well at the moment for my, yeah, my cool. light variation so yeah yeah, it takes a bit more balancing, I think, with, with the less amount of taps. Do you mm. find, um, being in this part of the city, that that is a bit of a struggle sometimes, getting people to try some new beers? Because most of the bars in this area would be all the Asahi and the uh, Sapporo and no, because Blonde. Or... We don't get heaps of walk-ins. We, we tend to get the people that are actually looking yeah. for us. Um, or if they're in a party or in a group. And, and that's why I have my entry-level ones and say, oh, why don't you try this and get yeah, them into craft one. beer, yeah. you know? you Because if, if they try something that that's, they're like, oh, that's shit, they'll never try craft beer again. So I'm more about educating people on yeah. beer when they come in. So I have those options, um, you know, that, yeah. that maybe the, the massive, the beer geek may not think is a terribly good beer. But for what it is and, and what we're going for, they're great beers. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's why I have those ones. And, yeah, it's like you start them on this one saying, oh, well, why don't you try this? And if you're keen, maybe you try this one next one or ask them how many beers they're having. Um, if they're only having one, then maybe you can go a little bit up in flavour or if they're going to have a couple, say, oh, I'll start on this one. And if they like it, you can vary, you know, you know what they... Start them off with a stab yeah. in the dark and just see what yeah. happens and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll kill them. <laughs> yeah, it's a big beer. <laughs> yeah, it's a big beer. Well, I... Couldn't quite finish mine. Even three thirty mil, I think it's a share beer, but um, it's rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a port. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of beer, do you want to? Speaking of talk, beer, what a segue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a beer podcast. <laughs> How to pull that one off? Is um, we've got a beer in front of us as we normally do because we're all high functioning alcoholics. I don't know about you, Jace, but <laughs> um, so I brought along the exit saison. Has anyone had this before? Nope. I think Please had it before. I, think yeah. I have. Um, yeah. It's Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, really liking it. Mm. I think I've had it before. It's funny, everyone says, like, you know, winter's not the right time to drink Saison's, but I could drink this year round. Oh, I yeah. don't abide by that. I drink whatever beer I like. 6.2%. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. See, I can have a massive dark stout in the middle of summer, and it doesn't worry me. <laughs> if I feel like it, I'd yeah. have it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it says on the label, it's um, exit number six. It says, aka 566, the number of the yeast. So I'm going to say that some right. sort of strain of yeast called 566. Someone's cool. madly Googling that right now. Not us, but someone, <laughs> someone will be. <laughs> no, because it'll be a hundred percent. Like, oh, don't you know that one? Oh. But yeah. <laughs> um, this is pretty cracking. Yeah. yeah. Well, Saison's probably my least favourite style of beer, but um, when I get ones that I like, they're yeah. pretty good, and that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. So, um, how did you get into craft beer or just into craft spirits and craft drinks in general? Because you've always had a really good and curated range here and like your cocktails and everything like that. How was it something you're into before you opened or you just sort of. Yeah, the beer wise, definitely the spirits as I've 
been operating a bit more. Yeah. Um, I've always sort of tried to find as much local as possible as a, as a general rule. Spirits are really hard, and when we first opened, there wasn't too many, but now oh, there's a yeah. lot more craft and a yeah. lot more strain-made spirits as well. But mm. um, the beer-wise, I actually don't know what started me out. Um, I mean, I was a Tui's drinker to start with, being yeah. a Sydneyite, and yeah. I lived on Tui's Old for about five years. <laughs> and then I it started, still don't mind an old every oh, now and again, man. I had I one the other day. Yeah. <laughs> but that started going missing off taps and... I don't know, I segued into Cooper's, I guess, yeah. like everyone, and I don't know, I just started doing some homebrewing, and would try, yeah, I don't yeah. know, can't, can't put my finger, I just started... Just fell down the rabbit hole, yeah, and then, yeah. Started going that way, and yeah, yeah research and research, and you know, try different things, and it's a lot easier now to get into it, I think, with the sheer amount of breweries around, and, and what you can and can't get. And just like, like venues and places that are stocking stuff, mm. which... I remember, when, you know, like even like three, four years ago, you'd really have to go on a bit of a track to get some some good yep. beers. Yeah, but yeah, there wasn't too many around. It wasn't a, no that big enough thing to to specialise in it. But now you've got all these bottle shops that yeah, specialise right. in it. And, yeah, you know, game everywhere. busters, you know, yeah. Mm. Yeah, which is a great thing. Yeah, there's plenty of beer and plenty of people to go around. So, yeah. mm. well, it sort of like drives what you do as well, I guess, mm. to some degree, because people try those things and they want to come to. A, a nice bar and have it as well, mm. and like yeah. And also, there's there's certain things you can't get at bottle shops, and so you exactly have to get right. at the bars. And yeah. once you're known, you know people automatically say, "Oh, well, I know they change their beers over freely. Let's see what they got on." And yeah. you just fall into that circle of and, and rotation of, of people that come to, and they mm-hmm. know that it's going to be something different each time. So, mm. so you always had the beer from day one. Uh, you've said that you've appreciated beer a long time before the bar came along hmm. so would you say it's always been of, of fairly high importance to you in the bar or was it more kind of skewed to cocktails and beer kind of gained a bit more of a prominence or did you were you at all surprised by how well the beer did here or well i that's a tough one because there wasn't too many craft beer bars around really so yes it was going to be a focus but as to the degree I'd, yeah, I'm not. I didn't have a set figure or, or percentage of the business I yeah. thought was going to be. I, I, I sort of didn't have that. I cocktail bars and small bars. That's the thing that was going at the time, and yeah. I knew that the gap was. Well, no other bar has this stuff, and so I was going to be the different one because I have that. So I expected it to be a fair portion of what we did, but I thought would sell a lot more cocktails. But mm. uh, Particularly nowadays, three days on, I'm probably doing more beer than I am cocktails. Right. But it depends on the night, yeah, obviously. The crowd, um, yeah. I mean, Friday's our busiest day. The first half of the night is primarily beer. And then when everyone from the offices go home and we get the night crowd in, we primarily do cocktails. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's an ebb and flow of those sorts of things. But uh, we can easily go through a keg in one night, uh, yeah. you know, which is, yeah. which is a fair bit for my size anyway. Yeah. Like you can fit 50 people in here, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, but, it, you know, it just depends on the beer. And yeah. I mean, pale ales tend to move pretty readily these days. They're a bit more accessible with, with certain people. And mm. that whole pale ale movement is in people's heads rather than IPAs or lagers. So they yeah, tend to I move the quickest. Especially in Australia, people see pale ales as the approachable beer to start mm. with, at mm. least. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I reckon we're probably 60, 40 with beer. Beer spirit uh, cocktails for mm-hmm. ourselves, okay. and uh, has that been fairly solid across since you opened until now, or is it? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's it's all proportional with with how busy we're going goes, as, yeah. as we grow. Yeah, um, and we're still growing after three years, which is yeah, great. for us. I, I still blows my mind. I just think, yeah. oh, how yeah. can we still be growing? But I guess 
we were pretty grassroots. We we yeah, we just made it in our first year, um, yeah. and something clicked uh, literally twelve months in, and we started being able to operate properly. I guess <laughs> uh, it was a very very fine line of uh, staying open, not staying open for us. But uh, yeah, we started kicking some goals, and a lot more people started finding out about us, and. Uh, I, I find that a lot of other bars, are, uh, I wouldn't call them flash in the pants, that means that they're going away, but they start out with such fanfare and, um, and, hype, and, and hype. And so they're really busy from the start. And then they probably don't have much, you know, nowhere to go except yeah. maybe down or mm. just level. Yeah. Whereas we started so, so low that, uh, you know, we only had up to go and, and we're still on the up, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Still yeah, blows the mind. So. Yeah. Do you think you sort of got more of an idea of the concept of what the bar is as you went along, or? Oh, it's definitely changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're going with the flow. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of bars are. That's the bar, and that's what we're going to be. Uh, but for us, I mean, shit, I mean, we got Star Wars everywhere. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly didn't start out with Star Wars yeah. in the bar. <laughs> um, but you know, we're running with it. So I mean, all the Star Wars in the window. Yeah. We had one piece, two pieces up there because we had a bit of a, a strong 70s theme going on and, right. and then people started bringing Star Wars. Hi, you want this? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you want this? Yeah, sure. So, you know, we got like 15, 20 pieces up there wow. now and it's all been donated to us. Are you a Star Wars fan at oh, all? Oh, look, yeah, I like, am. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not... Diehard. Yeah, yeah, we get some of the, the real diehard ones in that want to talk Star Wars. <laughs> well, you've had like a Star Wars art gallery exhibition at one stage. Yeah, well, we've still got some Star yeah. Wars on there and we're, we're going to run a Star Wars comp because yeah, there's new movies coming out at the end of the year, so yeah. ride the wave. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just keep it going, you know, and uh, we'll probably try and get some sort of sponsor, do a cash prize or or boost prize, and we we'll do an art, a Star Wars art comp and, you know, have something around the have, like, your it, best Chewbacca yes. impersonation competition. <laughs> <do> that, <laughs> that, <actually. laughs> That'd be pretty good, actually. Start practicing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's definitely evolved as, as we've gone along. Yeah. So, you know, you know, that's fine with me. I don't mind. Just as long as people enjoy it and keep coming back. Yeah, keep quirky, yeah. It's, a, it's a real talking point, the, you know, the interior of the place. You know, the kind of, uh, I think Lee described it slightly unkindly, perhaps, as a granny flat with an, Ata- an Atari and Sega machine. <laughs> <in it. laughs> <laughs> oh, but, that's okay. We, we appeal to a certain type of person, I guess. Uh, I didn't see it as a granny flat, just more like as a 70s acid den to some degree. Yeah, right. <laughs> In the nicest possible way. <laughs> we have a lot of people say it's a very blokey bar, but we get a, really? a, a, yeah, a yeah. nice amount of, no. of, of ladies no. in. So, yeah. um, But it can depend on the night. Sometimes you just yeah. be all yeah. blokes and then you have a night with, with a you know, bunch of ladies and then Cuts, all the guys yeah. sit and go, oh, we're coming back. Cuts, I've ever thought of it as a... No, dominated yeah. bar before. Yeah, I think oh, just good. about every time I've been here, it's never really been like a, a sausage fest or anything like yeah. that. It's always been a fairly good mix. But yeah. yeah, well, I think it is. Some people have said to me that it's not, so but, you know, it surprises me. Maybe they've just come on nights when there's only been sausages. So it's probably just us just sitting at the bar drinking <laughs> beers. <laughs> so the big elephant in the room, the big talking point over <laughs> the last probably three years for you, mm-hmm. the name. Oh yeah, the name. So. Just for those who aren't aware of the backstory, how did it come about and what so, happened from that point <coughs> onwards? So the the bar's uh, basically named after my nan's spoon collection. And uh, there's a family joke about uh, no one wanting to inherit the spoons. <laughs> and so I was like, no, no, you're going to get them. No, 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 you're going to get them. We'll have a big giggle. And, and then I thought, well, you know, just thinking about the bar and what I was going to do. And I thought, you know what? 
I'll have them, and I'll name the bar after the spoons. <laughs> and so that's why there's spoons up behind the bar. And which another thing which I probably haven't told too many people, the reason why I decided on New South Wales beers only is because of the New South Wales spoon map. Ah. Because <laughs> that's the feature behind the bar. Yeah. Oh, so it ties in together. Yes, that ties yeah. in the New South Wales beers okay, yeah. and the local and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, uh, you know, shooting around business names, told the story of the spoon. I just happened to buy a shirt at Glebe Markets that day and they, you get a free badge with it, like a little pin badge, and I, you know, they're all pretty crap. And I thought, oh, why not I, I heart goats? Yeah, it's the most random badge I could find. <laughs> so I had I heart goats badge on and went shooting around names and it just someone randomly said, call it spooning goats, and that was it. Yeah. There was no other name that came anywhere close to it. <laughs> and so it sort of stuck. And that yeah. was sort of the ongoing jokey name that we had through the whole process and um, registered the name, the business, thinking, yeah, everything's fine. The bar was pretty much ready to go and everything's now waiting on the liquor board. And they go back saying, oh, no, sorry, Section 95, inappropriate, misleading, no explanation, can't have it. Have you had anyone say to you... Has anyone explained how that could be conceived to be offensive in any way? No. no. They, don't, they don't explain things. They just... No, even as a member of public or anyone? Oh, yeah. People hypothesise, I guess. And, <laughs> you know, maybe the fact that you can't actually spoon goat down here is misleading. <laughs> maybe I should have a goat and send them a picture and say, hey, you can spoon a goat down here now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, inappropriate... <laughs> My theory is that because we were one of the first few small bars around, that they may they were a bit stricter. The yeah. spotlight was on you yeah. to some degree. Yeah, yeah. They were not too sure about the whole new small bar thing. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay, let's be a bit firm. And now that maybe they're a bit laxer now. I mean, the, the bearded tit and the stuffed beaver. Yeah. Uh, liquor bottle shop. It's just like, well... But the liquor was there before you were anyway. Oh, well, there you go. I, I didn't know how long I'm they were pretty around sure. I'm pretty sure the, mm. the, the Brighton Bottle Shop's been there for quite a, quite a see, while. See, it comes down to a person. That's the problem. Maybe they're having a bad day or they don't yeah. like goats or... Maybe they, maybe they got molested as a goat. <laughs> yeah, in the maybe there's <laughs> some, like, silence lamb thing going on with goats. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just so opinionated when it yeah. comes to a person on the board. Because yeah. it went to the board, I mean... There's, that's the if there's one person can take offence to it, I think across the board you'd hope that the rest of yeah. them could find reason and yeah. like you could talk that's, that through. But that's yeah. what you'd think. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Olga themselves have no problem with the name. Um, and, and so the Ilga are the people that decide on things and Olga are the people that actually... Enforce it. In, you know, yeah. yeah, and do issue licences and all that stuff. And I've spoken to many of the, the, the people over there and they don't mind the name. They think it's great. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, yeah, it comes down to one person, uh, a delegate, and there's only two delegates. And You pissed um, one of them off already. Well, <laughs> apparently, like, yeah. apparently. I mean, oh, but see, that's the thing. I was a nobody opening a bar. I, yeah. I had no history. I'm not mm. like uh, hams or anything. No. Well, maybe that's why I don't have any money. If I was hams, I probably could have got it. But, uh, Would have just bought it, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was generally shocked. And then when we're trying to think of variations and options, I tried spoons and goats. Yeah. They said no to that as well. Really? Which... That's I, bizarre. Uh, that dumbfounds me. I'm an elephant in a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of those yeah. names kicking about. I mean, like, if you look at like those, like... I know it's a different country, but those London pubs, there's yeah. some pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. great... Pub mm-hmm. names, which are mm-hmm. like those classical cock and bull, or the, yeah, you know, exactly. like yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't understand that part as well. I mean, there's nothing offensive about spoons and goats. No, 
Yeah. So where did... It's like you got like a giant mural of a person raping a goat out the front or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, not anymore, anyway. No, 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 no. Yeah, they confiscated that one. Um, so when you was there ever a point where you were called spooning goats, or was it always no, never officially? Never. No, okay. yeah. no, no. But the thing was, we did a whole bunch of social media and um, promotions as spooning goats. As, yeah, because yeah. you got to. We try to get our name out there as much as we possibly could beforehand. Of course, yeah, you um, have to. Yeah, and so when people actually came in to do the reviews in the first week. You were telling everyone spinning goats. Well, yeah, well, yeah. nothing had gone out yet yeah. to say that we were the SG. Yeah. So all these reviews that were done really, really quickly and everyone's just writing their stories as spooning goats. Yeah. And so now all this stuff's out on social media and, and, and digitally saying spooning goats bar, spooning goats bar. And so people are coming in saying, oh, is this spooning goats? Well, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> So yeah. well, they're not going anywhere else. Well, <laughs> exactly. the right place. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been really confusing. My last application, actually, I said it's actually impacting on business now because people are googling Sprinty Goats and yeah. you know they're not quite finding it all. That's a good point. You know they're googling SG and you know so there's a Facebook page created by the public called Sprinty Goats and that's got more likes than my business page because people think it's because it's yeah set and it's created by someone else yeah. and so if you put them together i could have three thousand likes on yeah. facebook yeah as opposed to the, the you know the 1500 that i have on my professional page and so then asking someone else to hopefully they can put the same post up on the other page or whatever well, yeah. it is yeah yeah um, um so you've never you've never sort of dissuaded people from using the, oh God, the no. name that's God, all. No. Yeah. Well, i still call it spinning cats regardless yeah. well everyone else does it's yeah. really good which uh, yeah. especially with that online petition and you could see like mm. you get a chance to read people's mm. uh reasons why they wanted to join the petition and a lot of mm. people were just like well everyone calls it spinning goats anyway yeah. well the, i mean the other strange thing now is we're also known as the star wars bar and the goat bar <laughs> so <laughs> practically we actually have about four or five games that people know us by so you know I'm like yeah yeah that's us <laughs> are you the Star Wars bar? yeah, uh, yeah well, what I guess do you so. think? yeah <laughs> Star Wars in the window yeah why not yeah I've heard a lot of people refer it as the Star Wars bar as well actually. really yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but even the goat bar I mean uh, I, tr- I hoped that the spooning the spoons would be the part oh, spoon bar or whatever but mm. it's just people goats just you know, do what they like, and it's yeah. goat bar. So we're probably running with the goat theme a bit more than originally had thought about. But well, they fueled that by denying you, didn't yeah, they? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got some goats up, and yeah. So do you expect anything to come of the petition? Oh, who knows, mate? Who knows? I mean, after our, we applied in January and I quoted the two other bars that I just said. Uh, I didn't know about liquor at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they promptly just ignored that. Um, just came back with please refer to the previous um, yeah. I suppose it's difficult for you as well right because you want to plead your case but at the same time you don't really want to be seen to be dobbing other places in right well, and well, saying well, no. what about this place and then yeah. them having to the change their name improved, so I, I didn't feel like I was dobbing on anyone yeah. uh, it's just because, like the, the, the times have changed and yeah yeah, yeah. and then you've approved these I don't see the difference between that name and this name yeah. so you know I wasn't you know trying to get them unapproved yeah, yeah. exactly it's yeah. just like they're there I just went on their Facebook page and took a screenshot and it's like well it's already there it's not yeah, mm. dobbing anyone in, and, and they just ignored that. And so, I found out from from um, Marty over at um, Grasshopper um, got a solicitor's name who deals with the liquor board, and had a chat to him, and he's gone, "Well, start a petition, and we can go from there." So that's how that started with right. the petition. Okay. 
And the online one started from the story in the Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah. Which, again, was really random. Just uh, uh, one of the editors was here having a drink and um, he read the story. it. And, yeah, read the petition on yeah. the bar and said, oh, I'm going to do a story. I'm, okay. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Thursday. And on the Friday, we had, uh, I had a phone interview and uh, they came and took some pictures and it was in the paper on Sunday. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. And, you know, we were the page 10 and then the third story online, which is yeah. quite high up. I was yeah. pretty surprised. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. It was a good little bit of advertising. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got a that, bit of do you reckon they've got people well. into the bar? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've had some people come up and say, um, oh, I saw you in the paper. And I, you know, I, the way we are, we're very local bar in the city it's like a corner bar where yeah. just everyone knows everyone and yeah. i tend to know most people that come to the bar at any one night i can point out half the bar as regulars that's just who we are and that's the way i, way I liked it so yeah. yeah when people are coming in new you sort of say oh yeah and, and immediately in the first year year and a half i was like oh how'd you how'd you find out about yeah. us i'm trying to find out and all that and then after that i was like eh People come in, they come in, it's great. Um, Just buy some drinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, not really, you know. Have a chat to them. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. people actually coming up saying, oh, you know, come to see the famous bar in the paper. I was like, oh, thanks. Are they a bit disappointed how it's not really an offensive place? Like, Well, yeah, they're like, oh, it's ridiculous. So let me sign again and yeah, yeah, good. Sign, sign the petition. So you know, even had a solicitor come, oh, here's my card if you need any advice. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Not an old-fashioned and off they went. So, nice, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's been good. I mean... Yeah, it's been nice and supportive from everyone that we know. No, no one's had a negative comment. I think there's one negative comment on was it Reddit. Um, I don't listen to those guys on there. The red <laughs> is it Reddit? The, yeah. So and yeah. it's like yeah, it's Reddit. Exactly. Yeah. It's always going to be one, right? Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, this time he was on the uh, the board that decided mm. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't have the name. Anyway, you never you never know. Maybe one day. Well, fingers crossed. We'll see what they say. Yeah. I mean, we've got 20, over 2,500 signatures now. Um, if it comes on a letterhead from a solicitor, maybe it'll make a difference. Yeah. If we don't get it for the third time, time I really don't know. I mean, to some degree, like, I, I, get, I, I can understand why that law is there because you hmm. don't want the giant big-titted suck-my-balls or whatever yeah, bar. Yeah. But, like, if you've got, like, public opinion saying we want this bar to be named Spitting yeah. Goats, it's pretty hard to turn that down, I guess. Yeah, I have no problem with the, with the law being there of or, course. or that section yeah. being there. I mean, Shady Pines, case in point, yeah. was yeah. going to be the Swill House. Yeah. I could see that. You know, six o'clock Swills, binge drinking, you yeah. know, that's... I, yeah. could, I could see the theory behind that because it's encouraging binge drinking. I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily think I... I, I, there's a problem with the name, but I can see why. The connotation's yeah. there, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's understandable. You know, yeah. That's yeah. understandable, but the spooning goats, it's not like I, I put forking goats or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It could be way more inappropriate. It like, could easily be. Like very stuffed beaver. Very yes. much. It's like, more. oh, man. <laughs> oh, anyway. I heard, is it true that. Bitter Tit is actually registered under Bitticus Titicus or something. Bitter Titan. Bitter Titan, yes, it's mm. the bird, yes. The Bearded Tit's the bird. The Bearded Titan is just a, a right. name. Yeah. Which, jeez, they're... Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it, yeah. Well, they're, they're, it's a gamble. I can get... Yeah. Yeah, well, they're not trading under their name. Yeah, it's weird. Mm, yeah. yeah, I don't want to say anymore. No, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that there. Um, so other small bars in the area, you've got um, 
Mojo just across the way yep. in the uh, record store. Mm-hmm. Stitch Bar not too far away. Is mm-hmm. there a solidarity between small bar owners in the area? And has their appearance after you... Um, this originally was Mojo? Mojo this record was store used Mojo to be. Mojo record yeah, store was yep. in the site before you yeah, had it. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, wow. They were yeah. here for seven odd years and then uh, they had to move. Um, they moved two or three times before they ended up where they are now. Right. Um, they he originally wanted to open a bar in here, and he wasn't allowed. <laughs> uh, funny enough, <laughs> Lucky um, you. Yeah, yeah. but the, play, the the site was vacant for about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I to this day don't know why or how someone hadn't snapped it up before mm-hmm. that. But I basically I didn't really want to be in the CBD, but the opportunity was here, and I, mm. I found the site and I thought I could do a bit with it, and uh, that's how I ended up getting it. So it, yeah. was, it was vacant, and it was just a shell. Totally different to what it is now, obviously. Um, but originally there was a small small bar association or, or group thing, right? Um, and it was I was led to believe it was a bit quite a close community of people getting on and all that sort of stuff. But I haven't really seen a lot of it. Okay. Uh, but on the flip side, I'm not from the industry, so I don't know anyone. Yeah, and yeah. It can be a bit clicky, I think. <laughs> yeah, in that, it's, it's quite that clicky. Spirit, and, spirit cocktail bar sort yeah, of. Yeah, and. You know, I, I I reached out to a couple of people and I didn't quite yeah. get a much of a, a hello back, and then I just keep to myself. Uh, I still do really think? don't know many people after three years. <laughs> uh, I know more beer people than I do bar yeah. spirit people. Yeah, um, I've met the Rook, which is just up the road. I've yeah. met the head bartender there, and he's he's absolutely lovely. Mm. Um, you know, came in for a drink once. I think the Baxter's boys came over and looked in the door, sort of. Nodded and walked away, <laughs> uh, but I was like, oh, yeah, obviously, because I still don't know who anyone was. Uh, I said, "Hey, how you going?" I said, "No, we don't need to look." I said, "Oh, are you sure?" I said, "No, no, we're just from Baxter's. Come and have a look. See ya." <laughs> so obviously, yeah. I'm you know clearly not a threat. <laughs> we just find by me. Yeah. Um, you know, can't compete with the big boys like that. Um, but no, no one's nasty or anything. It just it's it's just a bit clicky. Yeah. Um, in terms of, do you get customers coming, kind of doing the crawl around yeah, the area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And oh, I encourage that as well. Um, I mean, it's sort of what the whole small bar thing's about, really. Yeah. So, yeah. And York Street's a bit of a zone now. Yeah. There's so yeah. many bars around. Uh, all the barbershops. Yeah. hidden yeah. places, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Loads of basement yeah. stuff yeah. everywhere. There's uh, yeah. Papa Getty's since I left you as well. Uh, grandma, uh, Grandma's, Grasshopper. Um, yeah, Rook, Stitch. Oh, yeah. the, um, the Chinese one. Uncle Ming's, mm-hmm. um, York Lane's apparently bar as well, but I think they do a lot more coffee than than yeah. than bar stuff. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Mojo's I think only opened a week before we did. Yeah, so we opened primarily at the same time. So were mm. they part of that whole small bar seminar thing that you were involved with? You mentioned earlier. Uh, I don't, don't know. know. Could, <laughs> could have been. <laughs> Again, I have no idea who anyone is. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's. I've had people in the bar drinking before. I'm like, oh yeah, what do you do? Oh well, I own this bar there. I'm like, oh okay, sweet. I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I own this <laughs> yeah, bar. Yeah, 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 I have no idea. So, because yeah. uh, I just speak to everyone the same. I yeah. don't really care who they are, or what they do. It's just if they want to have a have chat, a chat then I have a chat, and you yeah. can tell pretty quickly whether people are up for a chat or not. Yeah. Um, and that's the part of, of running a bar that I love is. You just get to chat with people. Mm-hmm. But the hard thing is, if, if you're sitting there for half an hour having a chat to them, they're drinking a beer, that's really tough. Because you get quite thirsty? Well, it's like... It's, you know, or sitting is it because like, you're slowing them down? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well no, you want to have a drink with someone when you're talking yeah. about <laughs> so It's really hard not to drink when you're chatting to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't. Know. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, have a, a sample thimble full every yeah. now and again. Do you quality make, control? Quality, that's it. Exactly. Do you right. get to indulge your habit much outside of the bar? Do you get around much to no, see? No, no, not heaps. Just because you're not really interested after being in a bar all you know that's all week. Part of it, yeah. yeah. Um, particularly in the first year and a half to two years, it was all-consuming. It's yeah. still all-consuming, but it's a little bit more relaxing. Not at, sorry, not relaxing. Less stressful now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have found it hard to get out and to go to other bars because yeah, mm. after five nights working at a bar, last thing you want to go sit in a bar. Read a book or something. Yeah, yeah, just do absolutely nothing. Just Cook yourself some dinner and chill out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sit around and watch TV. Yeah. Or, you know, just not burn your feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, look. I mean, I, I make sure that if I get a new beer and I try it, if uh, this is new on tap, that I make sure you know I try that. And so I don't actively drink at work, but you know, you're always trying things or yeah. trying cocktails or someone does a tasting, and you know, you you just end up drinking enough during the week that the last thing you want to do on the weekend is go and have a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, particularly nowadays, after three years, I'm like, oh. Beer, fuck. <laughs> yeah, unless there's something, like, massively keen that I just want to go and try, yeah, then, yeah. you know, obviously I'll I'll make an effort. But, or it's a um, particular special tap takeover or something like that. Yeah, 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 and that's been a bit easier in the last 12 months as well. Uh, I've got staff now. I can actually not be behind the bar. And I remember the first couple of times, I might have even seen you you guys out uh, at the Royal Albert yeah, once. Yeah, so you're like, yeah. what? Who's at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I got stuff. Oh, fuck. What? Shit, the bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you. Yeah, yeah, hang on. I've seen your face before. It's like, oh, yeah, you're the go usually yeah, around the yeah, bar. Yeah. That's the, this is really not good. your environment. What's going on? <laughs> so we got a lot of that the first, you know, few times I went out from behind the bar. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. You've got to earn your right to go out yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, that's also a problem because you want to try all the beers because you don't get out very often. So yeah. Yeah. that could lead to trouble. Yeah, trying to fit too many beers in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, moving on to the uh, the next beer we're on. So we've uh, got ourselves a nice bottle here of the Bridge Road B two Bomber Mac Four. Is the four the current release or is it five now? We're up to five now, I think. Yeah, yeah. right. So this is so this his last like year old. Yeah, yeah. It's tasting very nice and yeah, it's very good. Milo-y First time I've had this one. You're right. Yeah, big uh, big chomping malts in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That guy on the label looks very much like... Is it the Mitre 10 guy or the... It's Ned, it's Ned um, Kelly? It's a Ned Kelly, is it? Yeah. Isn't right. that his whole... Isn't that Bridge Road's whole thing? Is Ned Ned Kelly? Yeah. Because Beechworth, I he's, think... Right. He's naked Ned, right? On, on yeah. Twitter, yeah. Pretty sure yeah, that, right. that Ned Kelly, like, rode his horse through Beechworth once or something, right, so that's right. their claim to fame. Um, sorry, I don't mean to... No, bend, not bend, Mitre 10. It's the, um, <laughs> the liquor store um, where he wears that bike bucket on his head. He runs around. Oh, it's a liquor store guy. See, how can a liquor store do that and you can't be called Spooning Goats? <laughs> how can a drunk guy with a bucket on his head as their, as their logo? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> liquor true. stacks, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah. it looks like anyway. <laughs> Tasty beer, though. Yeah, it's really... It's like they almost need a spoon for it. Yeah. It's, Mm, what are you talking about? We're in the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Plenty, plenty of those. Well done. I didn't even think of that. Um... Was it you? I was talking about Brad the other day about chewy. The people saying chewy. Yeah, describing beers as chewy. Yeah, this is a chewy beer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you can get chewy beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had a few of those. Oh, no, it's just very, like very heavy on the malts. It feels. What's, kind of what's the alcohol in that one, James? Eight point six. Eight point six. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do have a bottle of uh, Six Strings Second Anniversary sitting yeah. at home. Yeah, the two. Mm. Yeah, twelve and a half 
Mm. But like, yeah, you know, it's seven fifty mil. I can't open it on my own. That's, no. a, that's definitely sharing. <laughs> <beer. laughs> so we're just sitting there, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I had um, like earlier in the year, maybe like February. I, um, I was with the Six Dream Boys, and they cracked one of the the ones. Oh yeah, yeah, it was just tasting awesome. Yeah, I so do that around. Definitely recommend. Grabbing up a bottle. Mm. I missed that one, unfortunately. Mm. I think I won a bottle of that once. Did you? Yeah, I think it was at Sessionable Live. Oh, yeah, you did too. Yeah. <laughs> no, very good it was as well. And yeah. Did you drink it? I, sh- I shared it, of course, at a bottle ah, share. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, very good it was as well. So, we said you said um, before, you, you mentioned uh, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how long was it before you actually got the taps installed? So, we went to a kegerator. Yep, straight I rem- up. I remember that. Yeah, so we got the 20-litre kegs in, or 18, whatever they are, um, corny kegs, which we had three on tap. So we yep. start out with the 69 Summer, I think we had the 44 Amber, and I think we had the IPA, I think. 77, yep. Yeah, yep. 77. So um, that's where that started. Yep. And that was oh, good six, in between six months and a year we had mm-hmm. the kegerator on. Yep. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. I seem to remember for a long time that this was the only place you could guarantee to come and have Riverside beer yeah. in the city. Yeah. yeah. There, was, there was literally nowhere else. Pretty much had them at, you know, two to three on yeah. at all times. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we went on to the full tap system because um, we got a uh, walk-in fridge at the back, which is pre-existing, thank goodness. Uh, yeah. All we had to do was switch on. And it's that old, hadn't been turned on for about 10 years. And there's a there's the nine missing out of the phone number of the people that installed it. So it's, just, it's got the uh, seven numbers instead of eight. That's how old it is. <laughs> and uh, it turned on, and it worked. Wow. And it worked for oh, a good seven months before I had to <laughs> do anything that's about it. That's not too bad. Yeah, like, that's, that. You've yeah. got seven months of a yeah. free fridge. It's, it's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> So when we went to put the taps in, that's why they're behind the bar rather than on the front of the bar, is we literally drilled a hole through the wall into the fridge. <laughs> nice. So our lines are only a metre, metre and a half long. So that lends itself well to being able to turn beers over quite fast. And Yeah, and no, we don't have glycol system or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it's just straight out of the fridge, and the fridge is pretty bloody efficient. Yeah, um, yeah. And we just recently, made it, well, it broke down um, finally. And we just replaced it with a better, better system, so it's uh, it's pretty good. It comes out nice. Was it spoken about at all that you were pretty much an exclusive city outlet for a permanent Riverside range, or did it just kind of happen that you were the right size and it was the right time? Oh to... no, Dave and I ended up becoming mates pretty quick. Yeah, um, like most people I spend any time with, I go mates yeah. with. They're just <laughs> the way it is. Yep. Um, but Dave and I were a similar age, and we grew up in similar area and. No, Dave's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's a legend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just one of those people that he could, you could be friends with. So we ended up being, just being friends, and I you know, talked to him a whole bunch before we even open, uh, could sell the beer. Right. Um, we've hung, we hang out and all that sort of stuff, so it was just it was pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, and a great beer. Like, uh, for a brewery yeah. to open with that quality of beer yeah, and amazing. that consistent yeah. from the beginning, yeah. I, I've never seen it before. And I, you know, I probably haven't seen it since to be that good and that consistent from day one. Yeah, they're on point from when you the when you think back to the craft beer scene around that time, and there was such a lot of excitement, wasn't there? Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah the, was, the scene was kicking off, yeah. and they were at the forefront of that. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah they yeah. really were. They were driving. 
There's a no brainer to have the on, really. I remember yeah. the yeah, the first time I met Dave was like or I'd heard you know, I'd heard about Riverside. The first time I saw them somewhere was at that at, yeah, at the Thermia, it was at that Carriage Works beer, winter beer festival. Yep. And um, I remember rocking up, I was like, Oh yeah, I heard about you and Dave was like, Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, can I try your beers?" Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's pretty good." He's like, "Yeah, thanks." And I'm like, this is really good. I was like, "Can I try another?" One? Oh fuck, that's even better. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that'd be range to start with too. Like six, seven beers straight off the bat. Yeah, just not like yeah. You know, a lot of people just have one or two, but yeah. they had a full range. And some like, real stars in there as well. Well, you know, the 77 was always well, many my favourite. I've been in here having had one too many 77s, I think, yeah. Yeah, well, it was dangerous, that <laughs> oh, yeah, percentage absolutely. as well. I mean, it was yeah. a double IPA percentage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't even... I mean, double IPAs, now you don't even see it around very much because the IPAs are all around the what used to be a double yeah. IPA percentage. Yeah. I remember a glorious night here when you had both triple seven and Death Between the Tanks on tap. Oh. That was, a, that was a great night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times. Well, for IPA day, I, I put on, obviously, four IPAs, and then I was looking at the board and I went, shit, my weakest beer is 6.8. <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah. not good. So where's that approachable beer you always need to have <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, no. <laughs> not on that night. The bottle that day. <laughs> it's IPA day. Okay, if you want something else, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I ended up for the next day. So that was the Thursday. On the Friday, I went, oh, I have to take one off, and I put a pale ale on, which was 5.2, <laughs> because it was Friday and was busy. I just we have to have something else. Yeah. We just can't keep the four on. Just be so. RSA in the whole bar. <laughs> well, yeah, it wouldn't take in. very long. Yeah, because I've got the hell on from Eckham, which is 9.2, which tastes like five percent. Yeah, it's it, dangerous it's how like, smooth that goes yeah. down. Well, I had a sample bottle, and the label doesn't say anything. It just says hell, Eckham. Yeah, I. Went home at 12.30 at night, <laughs> had a beer yeah. and watching a bit of TV before we went to bed. I was like, oh, geez, that was pretty tasty. And next day, you know, on the messages, oh, yeah, can I have one of those? And then uh, I thought I'd better check on Untapped before I put it on the board. I went, holy shit, <laughs> that's 9.2%. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Very well hidden alcohol in that one. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm. It is. It's great when you have those sample beers and you don't know that, and you're like doing that strut to the home or whatever, and you just feel that little bit looser. You feel a bit, and then you, you realize, oh shit, that just Hang on. That was a strong yeah. beer. No wonder I'm so merry. Well, that is the problem with getting sample beers. Well, the good and the bad of sample beers, if, uh, if they're really strong and they don't have any proper label on them. Yeah. 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 It's all in the name of science. Yeah. So. Uh, it's, it's research, man. Taster. Research. Yeah, it's research, yeah. yeah. Got to make sure I have a quality product for <laughs> quality guests, you know. That's it, man. Um, so Dave's now moved to his new venture, mm-hmm. uh, the Akasha Brewery, and you were one of the first, if not the first, to get the freshwater pail. Well, no, it, it was released at uh, like 10 bars on the same night. Yeah. Like, he didn't exclusively have yeah. it here. He came down here. But you were here, you had yeah, it on the opening yeah, day, he, right? Yeah, he came here yeah. on the opening night. Um, it wasn't an exclusive thing for mm. us at all. Um, we weren't even the first to tap it on. Some, well, someone opened at 12, had it. Yeah, um, okay. And obviously we opened at 4. Uh, oh, but, four hours late. Yeah, four hours Yester- late. Not um, quite yesterday's news, yeah, but... Yeah, almost. <laughs> Untapped was already moving on to the next beer by that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he came down and, yeah, it's the same thing. We're mates. Yep. Um, you know, I speak to him all the time mm-hmm. about stuff that's not beer. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny. People talk about things yeah, that yeah. <laughs> Well, for a brewer, that's strange, yeah, but yeah. anyway... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I absolutely 
love his new beers as well. Uh, I do get a lot of people say, oh, geez, it's not as, as big and hoppy as I thought. I'm like, well, it's pale ale. Yes. Yeah. Everyone was expecting the, the 77 to be the in their first oh, yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, no, the IPA is coming. This is a pale ale. Mm. And so, you know, it wasn't negative, but a lot of people are like, oh, well, I expected blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, Well, people why? just expected Riverside but on a different name. Well, yes, and, yeah. and, and that was never the case because no. he was refining yeah. and changing. He's developed as a brewery. Yeah, he's developed. Changed. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, you know, it's a perfectly great, palatable beer. It's, it's nice it's like and easy to drink. It's like asking a band to release the same album, like, four times in a row. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <clears throat> it's yeah. never going to be the case. No. Um, and he's always wanted to try other stuff, like the Imperial Amber. Yeah, never ended up getting out of Riverside, um, timing-wise. Mm-hmm. So when Akash came about and Gabs came about, he had the Imperial Amber. I know a lot of people asking for the the, the triple four, I yeah. guess, for the equivalent. Um, but he just never got around to it, so he released it mm. through Akasha, and you know, it was a absolutely cracking beer. So, um, but he's gone a bit different now. He's he's got f- three beers. He's staging his launches. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what's next. Funny enough, he hasn't told me. A bit more secretive Got some now. Theories, the but yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I when um, Akasha happened, it was just a natural evolution for for them to come into Spoon and Goats and yeah. for that relationship to continue. Yeah, same relationship. But you know, I, I don't have them on as much as I had Riverside on. Um, I tend to have a free flowing tap list now, but mm-hmm. um, it's a no brainer for me to get the beer in anyway. Um, he's pretty. Do you prefer to have the flexibility with the beer list? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it takes a lot more work though. Um, yeah, really thinking about. I don't think what people realise how much, how even just for four taps, to curate a four tap tap list. Well, four taps are harder than ten, fifteen because, because you, you really got to get your styles yeah, down. Yeah, because yeah, you can you can have a sitter on a, a fifteen tap system that that cannot move, or have a few actually. Yeah. Uh, but with four taps, you got to make sure they move. Yeah, um, you got to cater for a bunch of people. With any four taps, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it takes a bit more effort now. Well, it was easier when I had, you know, or you know, had Riverside on f- for a fair bit. It was quite easy. I had my range there. I had the three and yeah, the fourth. Yeah, it went across the spectrum. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fourth one could be the crazy one. Yeah. But now, you know, you got to. Yeah, it takes a bit more work, and you got to call a few more people, and you get under trends. Um, certain brews will release certain beers and, and, you know, you get them and they've got another one, you get them and you may think, oh, well, okay, he's just getting in Ekham now. Like, well, yeah. well, no, I'm not just getting Ekham. They've just got some stuff on and, and if a rep from another company is not calling me, then oh, it's not in my forefront yeah. of my mind. Yeah, and yeah. All of a sudden I go, sheesh, I haven't ordered from them for a while. I'll give them a call. So yeah. it depends how good their rep is, I suppose. Yeah, some degree, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not that I avoid it's just like I don't think people realise that it's not just one person's job just to think about the beers on tap all mm. day every day. Like you actually have a shitload of other things to do. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. And I do everything. And you'll get someone coming and like, oh, just those beers on tap. Oh, yeah, man, you yeah. wouldn't stack it off a bit. You're like, no, I've actually been really busy. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a funny one. And, and if it's kicks, normally last about a week, a week and a half. So it's continual. And with my storage, I don't have much. So mm-hmm. I basically only really get one keg of one thing. Yeah. So I'm always thinking about... What's next? What's next. Yeah. And what's, I've got to pre-order and if it's going to be a busy week and the busier we get, we've got to make sure we have more kegs. And there have been a couple of times I've been caught out on a really busy yeah. night and the next day I'm, I'm literally driving out to a brewery and picking up a beer <laughs> in the back of a car to get it in. And, and I even had Doc from Doctor's Orders once, uh, or Darren, sorry, uh, drive one in in an Esky. 
<laughs> so it's good to go as soon as you got oh, here. Yeah. I yeah. love wow. him to death for what that. A legend. He, yeah, I just went <laughs> above and beyond yeah. to bring in a, a keg of beer for me. Amazing. And uh, I don't know, some, maybe a delivery didn't turn up or yeah. something happened and all of a sudden I've just got like nothing to I put have on no tap. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, That's a worse feeling, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, but these things can happen. But most brewers are pretty bloody nice. Yeah. I mean, as, as yeah. far as an industry goes, I just think everyone's fantastic. I don't think yeah. there's anyone that I dislike in the beer industry. Well, it's, it's, it sort of self-regulates because it's such a small industry and everyone knows mm. each other so well. Like, you piss off one person, you piss off everyone. So, you like, it sort of just, like, yeah. not keeps everyone in check because everyone, you know, mm. especially the industry involved with alcohol, everyone has those mm. crazy nights every now and again, but... But it's a, whole, a, it's a bunch of really good people. Yeah, it's the yeah. type of people that get involved in it. And it yeah. attracts a certain type of person as yeah. well, I guess. And they're just not not too many dicks in the industry. I mean, there's no. some people that are like, oh, okay. But they're not Lee. idiots. Or, yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, yeah, look, it's very different to the other side of the industry. They're a little bit different. Yeah. Not quite so community-ish based. No, definitely. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've met some pretty nice people through the spirit and bar world as well, but it's not the environment that the beer environment is. So, Yeah. Mm. Would you want to have more taps, given the freedom, or are you happy with your oh, I small selection? I could do any more. But, no, if, if space was no... Oh, you know, yeah. do, you, do you have dreams of having a you know a bar with a dozen taps on and, you know, real, real focus on the beer, or well, are you quite happy with your, you know... Well, uh, yeah, of course I would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd love more taps, more beers, and you know, there's there's a there's a difference of of doing like a beer bar and a cocktail bar, and yep. I try and f- I'm in the middle. Yeah. Yep. Um, to specialise, yeah, I'd love to specialise, but like I said before, the, the split at the moment sixty forty beer beer yep. cocktails. I couldn't cut out forty percent of my market. Uh, nah. To specialise in beer, but I mean, a lot of people think I'm a, a special beer bar. Yeah, but well, yeah, I am. But it's part of what you do. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's part it's of the, side the of thing. It. So, yeah, I'm a special beer bar. Yeah, and I have this. Yeah. So it's not like I solely do one thing. So, well, speaking of, as someone who's firmly in the beer geek camp, yes, it's nice to have a bar that does specialise in the other stuff as well because you've got it's somebody nice to, to somewhere to bring. People, yeah, people yeah. who aren't in you know yeah. firmly in that camp. You're satisfied, more than satisfied. They yeah. are as well, mm. and yeah, especially good, like, and especially you know, if it's in the city, it's a work thing. You're like, should yeah, I have right. to take these people from out of town or something? Yeah. I need somewhere where I can take people that I can still at least get my drink on with some good beers and yeah. right. Yeah, Definitely. well, I particularly like having beer-based cocktails on the menu yeah. too, which yeah. is one of my things. So yeah. I, I always have a beer-based cocktail, and uh, I tend to play and experiment with beer cocktails a lot. And not many, not many other cocktail bars do beer cocktails. Sure. They don't have beer. Yeah. Um, but the only other flip side of that is if I have a cocktail that has a certain beer on it, then I really need to get a certain beer in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the hard part. And it was easy when I had Riverside because I was I as a consistent. Yeah. yeah. I developed cocktails using certain beers. But and Dave um, likes his uh, his spirits as well. So yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, his new business partner was a spirit drinker. Now, as a beer drinker... Kind of has to be, I guess, yeah. Well, I've never seen him with a beer in his hand until he jumped on a... Well, yeah, started up <laughs> yeah. a car with Dave, and now every time he comes in, he's like, yeah, I have that beer, I have that beer. And I was like, what? What's going on? The towing, world is changing. Towing, towing the company line, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess going back to what you are talking about before, um, 
Would you ever open us another bar? Or I am going to open another bar. Go, yes. You're going to open another bar? Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, would it be along the same theme or is it... No. Be something completely different? Yep, completely yep. different. Um, that's what it's going to be. I'm a, a type of person, I find the space and then let the space... Let the space speak to you and yep. then... So yeah. I, this is not the vision of the bar that I had for Spooning Goats. It is what it's become because of the space I got. Yeah. I don't come in with preconceived ideas. I think that can ruin a bar. And you can tell sometimes when things are forced in certain spaces. So for me, <coughs> yes, there'll be another bar. As yeah. It, and it's going to be a craft beer focused bar. Excellent. As to what it's going to look like, who knows? Do you feel a bit of pressure to get a name that's equally offensive as going to get turned <laughs> uh, Yeah, good question. <laughs> well, I have had people uh, ask about, you know, whether it's going to be a goat theme or... Spoon theme. Spoon or... theme or... But uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I've got some ideas about just go out and call it and fucking goats and see if we get it approved. And then my second name will be far less offensive. I'll go yep straight away. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a really offensive one to start with, and then one slightly. So you're less learning offensive. the game now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I know now. <laughs> Any thoughts as to sort of where it might be, or is it just a case of what comes up and and no, at the right time? No, I'm a bit more strategic this time. Okay. Uh, now that I know the industry a bit more, and uh, with the sheer amount of venues kicking about. Yep. I think you got to be a bit more strategic. And I did look at it, uh, what are we, probably July last year. We looked at... Um, a space. No, suburbs. Yeah. More than spaces. Right. Um, I went out and hit a few bars up and I literally walked the streets. Yep. We just, when I, particularly when I did my business plan for here, I actually went to Melbourne on two separate occasions uh, for four-day weekends and hit up bars. Okay. Funny enough. I mean, it's a good, great trip to have anyway. Yep. I went and drank a lot of bars, but it was genuine research. I took numbers. I took photos. Uh, I, I looked at people walking down the street. I'm like, oh, I'm a numbers person anyway. So I looked at all that sort of stuff, came back to Sydney, did the same thing. I went under certain bars on certain days, counted numbers, counted drinks. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've done the same thing. I've been to two suburbs around Sydney that I thought would be good and hit up all the bars in the area just to see what's available and around. And So I think I need to do that again now. It's, it's another year. Well, yeah. So, I mean, this, like it's say, another year. As we've been saying, it's changed so quickly. Yeah, it's so, changed yeah, very yeah. quick. So now well, I was going to do another business not related to, to beer and alcohol, and, and that's just on the back burner now because I, I can't do it on my own. I needed other people. Right. So we're refocusing on another bar now and <clears throat> time to start doing some research again. So yeah. cool. that's only been the last month that we've really decided to, oh, really? to yeah. do another one. So it's awesome. always been an idea, but yeah. practically it's becoming wise, feasible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now after three years in, we're pretty pretty stable here. Yeah. Um, we're established. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 Exciting news. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. forward to that. But now the idea, <laughs> the problem now is deciding on how many taps yeah. Because you need taps. Depends to move. on the space as well. I mean, if you had ten taps in here, it'd make things pretty hard for you to well, move true, ten taps. True, like, true. Yeah. Well, if, if, if space was not the issue, and it was pure movement of beer and yep. freshness, and what you think is a suitable amount, that's where I'm thinking at the moment. So yeah, cool. And I think twenty taps is too much. Oh, uh, you know, four taps is not enough. So we're somewhere between four and twenty for me. Is, is the ideal <laughs> amount of taps? Always so a pretty good, good number. Twelve, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think it'll be in the double figures. You could always do it like yeah, 
like KB style and just fit a ridiculous amount of taps into a very, very small yeah. room. See what happens. Well, no. <laughs> if you think of the very top tier of bars in Sydney, most kind of have around that sort of 12... Yeah, fourteen maybe. Yeah, at a push level. So yeah. Well, I mean, the Quarryman's got twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think true. they seem to go pretty well with um, twenty-four. Is it? Need to go there more often. I yeah. hardly ever go to Quarryman's. Yeah. I think they move their beer fairly well. Yeah, I think they. I think yeah. they do as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they struggled at first mm. when they opened with twenty twenty-four lines. It was, I think, a bit of a struggle for them to get mm. through some of the beer. But I think you know I've. I think in the last 12 months, the place has improved immeasurably, and like you say, they're getting the custom mm. to... Well, yeah. I still think 24 is too much, personally. Yeah. Not, no, I yeah. have no problem with the bar themselves. I think it's a fantastic bar. Um, mm. And they're moving, like I said, they're moving their beer really well. But That's great, um, yeah. I think 24, personally, for me, would be too many. Yeah. So food-wise, you had a, a pie thing going on here yes. for some time. Yes. Which wasn't on the last few times I've been here. I think have you, you moved away from that now. Uh, well, we did... We did pies with the equivalent of a Jaffel machine. Right. Sweet, a pie-making machine. Oh, and like one of those ones you buy at Kmart, sort of a deal that yep. makes pies, yeah. Uh, and they discontinued the line. Uh. So we bought the last two we could find in the country, and uh, and once they broke, we oh, no. didn't do normal size pies anymore. <laughs> So, um, but before that, we started on the mini pie tasting plate. So we have the mini pies, um, and again, you know, it's a domestic machine trying to use in a commercial environment. Not they that break. we do like thousands of pies, obviously, yeah. but still, it's used more than what it's probably intended for. Yeah. So, uh, again, there's not many of those around. So eventually, we're probably going to not have the mini pies as well. Right. Uh, and it's not because we stopped or wanted to stop. We just physically can't, can't find any them. more machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because I was with someone the other day who was like, oh, yeah, my popcorn machine, though. I'm going to go buy a new popcorn-making machine. Yep. And they don't make those anymore, either. No. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, well, well, surely you could just go and get, like, a popcorn machine. Like, mm. no, they don't make them anymore. Mm. Yeah. And there's other pie-making machines around, but they're not quite the same. Uh, they're either too small or too big. Yeah. And, you know... We tried Kogan and, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where the pie's okay. gone. Uh, well, they they, they died solved. of premature death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the new places, would there be any food angle at all? Or are you yeah, not interested, we'll, really? We'll do, a, we'll do a kitchen. Yeah. Um, hopefully a proper kitchen. Um, we were a bit more uh, what we could do and what we could afford here. So we don't have a full kitchen out the back. It's, it's, um, it's what we can and can't do. Um, so that's what dictated the food that we had here. So yeah. a lot more fingery food kind of stuff. Right. Um, but hopefully in the next venue I can afford to buy a bunch of kitchen equipment. Yeah, nice. Which is the majority of your cost. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, it's not cheap. Oh, it's ridiculous. So there's a reason everything. why a commercial toaster costs that much versus yeah. a $12 mm-hmm. Kmart toaster. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we do cheese melt, open cheese melts now as our yeah, nice. food option. And, you know, buying the, the top and bottom grill... Yeah. Cheese melts on a commercial size is, you know, not terribly expensive. Well, it's not cheap. It's, you know, costs $600. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which in the big scheme of a whole kitchen, it's probably not a lot. But uh, for, for our size, sitting, yeah. it's, you know, it's it's an investment. It's a couple of kegs worth of... of yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but hopefully, yes, in the new venue, I would like to have a, a good proper kitchen yeah. with mm. rotating foods and... 
nice. stuff like that. I'm so. looking forward to this place. Um, <laughs> so we're on to our third beer of the night. Yeah. Um, mm. Since you bought this one, Brad, do you want to... Yeah, this one's come a long way. Um, this one I actually bought when I was back in uh, oh London for the last time. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, forgetting I was recording there for a while. Um, this one came from uh, Uto Beer in Borough Market. Um, in Borough? Borough Market. <laughs> yeah. Just around the corner from the Rake Bar in, in Borough Market. Um, Sorry, what bar? Where? Uh, what? The Rake Bar. Oh, I, thought you, I thought there was a, a P involved in that one. There was not a P. <laughs> They, they would never get away with that sort of naming convention <laughs> in, uh, in theme today, isn't it? Yeah. So this is a Damolan beer. They've actually now just started bringing them in to the country, I understand. Uh, Oak Barrel have got a few of them nice. in stock. Ooh, really? So I probably should have cracked this a bit sooner before when it was a bit more exclusive. But anyway, I thought I'd uh, break it out now. It's the, it's the Leaf and Lead. Um, L-I-E-F-L-E-E-D. Holy crap, it's good. And it is a strong sour ale. Is it? It's six point two percent. That's strong for England. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's English, is it? No, it's no, it's Dutch. Oh, Dutch. The Molen, it's Dutch. Wow, that is cracking. Got to say, it's uh, pretty special. Mm. Yes, thank you. It's monstrously sour, isn't it? Ah, oh, but it's got this really big malt backbone behind it. Like I would have almost called it like a Flemish red with balls or something like that, but it's um, it's cracking, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah. A bit it's quite pretty Flemish. though. It is, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah so speaking stuff. of sours, Sydney Craft Beer Week, mm-hmm. um, you've got a few events on. One which is, I think, garnering a bit of attention from the beer nerds about town is your Sours Festival. Yes. Um, do you want to talk about that and what else you got going on during the week? Yes, I am massively on a sour kick personally. Yeah, and I have been. Oh, uh, close to a year now. Yeah. Um, I hated sours beforehand. I don't know whether my palate's changed or I'm just finding better sours. But probably ev- a bit of both, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Probably a bit of both. But every single bar I go to, it, my immediate thing I look for is sours. Yeah. And I am just drinking so many. Um, so I wanted to do a sour event. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing too many around, but then again, because I wasn't drinking them, maybe I didn't notice them. But I am... Um, I think it was definitely like even a year ago it was a lot harder to get. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sours and, and now. Uh, even my fiancé hates beer, but she likes sours. Yeah. I found a beer that she likes, which is phenomenal, so she can drink beer with me. Um, <laughs> which is good and bad. Yeah, no, well, it means we've got to share, but that's okay. We're just going to drink more beer. But uh, we're going... going to buy two of everything. Yeah, well... <laughs> no, well, we, half a beer we can try more. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah. Um, but no, we're, I'm, I'm making my own sour beer for the event. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, with the help of a couple of brewers. And I've really been trying to do as much as I possibly can myself so I can actually call it my beer. <laughs> but the thing with brewers is that they like to um, get control brew. and get well, involved. They, yeah, yeah, they like to yeah. brew. And uh, so, I, look, I've still done a, as much as I possibly can with this particular sour beer. Are you brewing it in a commercial setting? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you bring it out of brewery? Yes. Cool. Awesome. Uh, it's uh, going to be a barrel-aged one as well. It's going to be a, um, a Flanders Red. Awesome. It's going to be soured, and yeah. I'm trying to get it breaded as well. Cool. Wow. Uh, it's going to be in a, a Cabernet barrel. Nice. Awesome. And like all sours... You don't know until yeah. you do but it. But that's that's the that's the excitement of especially yep. making your own as well. Yep. So, yeah. So yeah, I wanted to start doing my own beer as well because I am a beer nerd myself. Yeah. Uh, and that was a natural progression for me because eventually, 
My new bar, bar may be a brew bar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wow. Which... This is just getting better by the minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably going to be more likely a brew bar than anything else. Right. Uh, I've already started looking at plans for a small brewery. Oh, fabulous. That's, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Depending on the size and what space I get and all that sort of stuff. Um, wow. I really like them. Uh, I'll get to that in a sec. Uh, so <laughs> we'll digress otherwise. Uh, yeah, it's a sour event, so I'll have that one on. I think I'll end up with about 140 litres of beer, so potentially two fifties or 20, and I'll probably bottle some and stick yep. it under my house. Cool. Um, Can't let us in on the brewers involved at all? No exclusive. Uh, could, I reckon we, you could have a, a bit of a stab. Have a stab at who may have helped me. Doc? No. No. Dave? Yeah, Dave gave me a hand. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, we're, we were brewing it out of rocks. Okay. So Scotty's been given a fair bit of help, um, which is good. I tried some of their sours the other day. Eh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the passion fruit. But yeah, tried that one. I particularly yeah. like the porter one. Yeah. Which I'm trying to get my hands on. Which is funny. I haven't seen that around. Really difficult. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that they've released it too many places. But yeah. But you're trying for a few weeks to get some of the. Yeah. It's like a not a cherry. It's like a fruity portery one. Yeah, I think it was a cherry, yeah, a sour, a sour cherry, cherry porter. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Have you had any of them, Liam? Um. Not this go around. I've had had some stuff previously, which they released like this one keg of, which right. was, um, mm. yeah, uh, the passion fruit wit that was aged in Chardonnay yeah. barrels. But yeah, this yeah. was like six months ago. Yeah. Mm. It was like a one off keg that which which uh, they released. I think they're which all being sitting great. there for that amount of time. Yeah. So they decided what they were doing with them and yeah. labeling them and all that sort of stuff. So I think it's last time we got the brew, they did have that rack of uh, of kegs of oh, sorry of barrels. barrels just sitting there. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, Yep. It's always exciting. So, uh, yeah, I have my own beer and then three others on tap, and I've... Are they going to be all Australian, or...? The tapped beers, yes. Yes. Um, I think I've sort of confirmed two others. Cool. But, you know, you can't really say until they're That's the joy of organising a Sydney Craft and, Beer yeah, Week. Yeah, this far <laughs> out as well. Yeah. Um, even asking brewers to brew things. Even finding out who, which brewer's going to be in town. It's like, oh, yeah. Yep. oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the bottle stuff, I've actually I met a couple of importers at, at Gab's this year. And cool. I'm trying to speak to them about getting some, some stuff in. So yeah. um, it'll be a mix now. It won't just be New South Wales, obviously, because yeah. there's not that much around. And, and the quality, some quality stuff from overseas. Um, cool. Uh, the only other beers that I've had from outside Australia have been sours. So I've had a few Belgium sours on, on the oh, bottle. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, just because I just love them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the first two cases of sales I got, I kept half for myself <laughs> and sold half. So I'm trying to make a little cellar in my own house nice. for the beers that I'm keeping. So That's awesome. And they're well and truly out of date. Which just means they're going to get better. Yeah, that's um, the best bit about sales. You can hold on to them. Yeah. So that's the sour event. Launching my own beer for that one. Yeah. And then uh, that's on the Monday, and then on the Wednesday, I'm launching my other beer. So I'm just making a regular beer. Um, not 100% a boring confirmed. Beard, yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> not a sour beer. <laughs> uh, not sure what that's going to be just yet. Yeah. Um, you still got plenty of time. Yeah, got a bit of time. So I'm, I'm basically going to start doing something a little similar to Doc and, and do a, a beer a quarter. Oh, cool. That's um, great. Yeah, 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 from now on. And, yeah. and one of the nice things is that if you buy all the beer, you don't have to get a producer's license. Mm. Um, so right. if, if, I, if I brew it somewhere and just... Just buy it off them at a great rate. Off then, them, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I can have my own beer, and cool. Um, most people are happy to keep 
if you keep it. It's a lot nicer than, I mean, not to name names, but other venues that just sort of just buy a beer that would let them brand it as their own. Yeah. It's just generally yeah. your own beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we'll see. I physically want to make my own beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I may as well use it to my advantage because I know so many brewers. Yeah. And I, know, I go to so many breweries. I may as well use the resources that I have. While I'm here, yeah, while I'm here. You know, I'm going to go and volunteer at a few places and, and, and learn learn some stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, use it for what I can. <laughs> Start up my own and all that kind of jazz. So, mm. Yeah, stuff. awesome. Mm. Are but, you doing an event with Wayward at all? Or uh, was there talk kinda, or something? Yeah. No? Kind of. Okay. Uh, the other one I'm doing is uh, open mic night with um, Rocket Science and Dennis Brewing. Cool. Yep. Yeah, so on the, on the last day, yeah. Film music on the Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we'll have a few of their beers on. The Wayward thing is a, a arcade competition. Yeah. Uh, Galaga. Uh, so nice. it's basically if you want to rack up a high score here, um, the final will be held at the brewery and I don't know what you get, maybe some Wayward merchandise and beers. and When you're waiting beer, hopefully. But yeah. yeah <laughs> something like that. So, yeah. That's just sort of a thing that's going on during the week. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So. Mm. Hopefully I might even try and learn a song to sing, which will not be pretty for the overnight night. <laughs> Is this the most events you've done during a Sydney Craft Oh, yeah, heaps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, by far. Yeah. By far. I mean, two of them are my own, obviously. Um, yeah, no, shit, I've only ever done one event. Yeah, cool. Before. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah give yeah. it a crack. Oh, and Wednesday, it's actually Back to the Future Day. <laughs> the date on the time machine is... That date. Oh, awesome. So we're having a Back to the Future party at the same time. <laughs> so if you come dressed up, I'll give you a free beer. Nice. There you go. You heard it here Who first. Who can I dress up as? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the harder part. It's yeah. not like a cartoony thing. It's, no, it's you a bit really more selective. So. Do a bit of work for this, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Any other questions? Um, there's, one on, there's one on here. Um, Producer Lee tells us that Spawn Point... Which is a gaming bar has opened up last November. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you reckon they popped their head in here a couple of times before they opened up? You could say that. <laughs> Do you know them? No, no. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Mm. Uh, they have been they from everything they've done. I'd say they've been here a lot. Yeah, there seems to be some very similar things going on. Oh, really? Okay. When I saw some pictures of the interior. I did. It did. The gaming part is not so much. It's it's more some That's of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the things that they were talking about doing when I was reading their social media before they opened, I'm like, mm, <laughs> you've been to my bar. <laughs> are they That's local? Are they the very nicest. local to here? Or? They're pretty close. Yeah, I'd say, what, 10 minute walk? Okay. Oh, great. Right. Two minutes. Listen, yeah. 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 They're right next to Red Oak Beer Cafe. So. Oh, that is very right. close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the nicest possible way that I can say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what? That's fine. They're they're a bit different than I am. Uh, they just have got some similar attributes. Um, where that I works think, them, uh, I think you're comfortable enough with what you're doing that oh, you don't need to be worried. No, I'm not particularly yep. worried. And I also think there's enough people to go around. That's it. They're yeah. probably a bit more specialty. I mean, I have arcade games, but I'm not a specialty arcade bar. Yeah, yeah. Whereas they are, so they're um, choosing. A clientele, a very specific clientele. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that works for them. But I'm a, a, a bit more broader and who I'm trying to attract into the bar. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it's 
good luck. Yeah. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Is it hard to find arcade things for the bar? Uh, yeah, well, there's no originals around anymore. Yeah. You've got you to buy, buy, buy the new ones. And, yeah. yeah. Well, here's something for you. If money was no issue and sourcing was no issue and I had multi-levels in a bar, I would have a pure dedicated arcade room. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I would go to America and get a shipping container full of original <laughs> arcade <laughs> games with one game on them. Yeah, wow. Whereas the one I've got here is an emulator, so it's got like yeah. 2,000 odd games on them. But I'd buy original Tron Machine and, oh. you know, original Pac-Man. And so when I'm rich and famous and I open another bar, it's going to have a dedicated room. And I floated the idea of calling my bar Flynn's. Oh, Lee knows this one. Uh, Flynn's is the arcade game from tr- the original Tron movie. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I'd call my bar Flynn's. Nice. Yeah, that would be my ideal if no money was an issue. But I remember when I was in the States, I think I was in, I was in Vegas, and I went to a, an arcade bar where they had tray service as you played arcade games. Ah, uh, nice. So you can get like a, a bomber of stone, and they actually had cup holders installed on all the arcade oh, machines. Wow. That's pretty good. Well, I had heard that um, uh, Spawn Point was supposed to have glass top tables, uh, arcade games as mm. all the tables. Um, there was no like normal tables that were supposed to be all the tables, but just, oh, just all tabletop yeah, games. Yeah, all table. That was the tables for the wow. bar. So, but I don't know if that's the case because yeah, I haven't. I don't been think there's there. that many tabletops in, in Australia. <laughs> no, to be honest, well, I don't think this space is that big. Yeah. but um, yeah, but that would have been interesting. A lot of bright flashing lights in your face. As you're sitting there drinking. You have to have so. like an epileptic warning before yeah, you. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been uh, highly informative, Jason, and lots of for us to look forward to, and I'm sure our yeah, listeners yeah, will as well. The, getting the, the whistle quite wet with some of those things going yeah. on there. It's good. Yeah. Well. I'm looking forward to trying some of your brewed beers uh, at Sydney Craft so Beer Week this week. it's in everyone's interest to come here and spend more money here so you can build your <laughs> Flynn's bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of everyone else, yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, Sydney Craft Beer Week, you can now buy tickets to Sessionable Live. <laughs> what a plug! At Camaro well Craft. Done. That's on Sunday the 18th of October. Well done. In the afternoon on the on the opening Sunday of Sydney Craft Beer Week. So get online to the website and buy your tickets for that very, very Who, special who's event. Who's coming to that one? Who's coming to that one? Well, well, I, I don't, don't know. know. Like, who, who's going to be around in Good Beer yeah. Week? You know, you can always guarantee top, top guests at Sessionable so we're Live. It, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're saying it's a surprise because we haven't actually done any work on it yet. Because we, we yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will be people and brewers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it will be good. Should probably start thinking about what beers we're going to put on for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we'll have the planning meeting uh, off off mic. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably pick this up. Yeah. Jason, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for Pretty coming. Uh, sorry, well, thank you for letting us come to your yeah. place. Thank you for opening up on your day off for us. That's a good um, it's been good fun. Yep. Just like Cheers. shooting shit and drinking mm. a beer. Yeah, it's pretty much what Sessionable is, to yeah. be honest with nice. you. <laughs> yeah, all cool. good. Until Cheers. next time. Thanks. Thank you. See you guys.